What was the topic? The triumph of what? By now you should know it. The triumph of what? The triumph of faith. Just put number four. We'll conclude with that. We have talked so many things about how the journey of faith is a journey where you will triumph. And we said triumph means to conquer, to overcome, to win, to get results. God wants you to be triumphant on your journey. God doesn't want you to live a life of defeat. Let me give you advice. If you are coming to this church, always get a, a jotter, a small paper, and write. If you have a notepad on your phone, type on it. Or put your phone on airplane mode. Just be typing. Or you have to take the information with you. Alright? The triumph of faith. And so we talk many things. Oh, glory be to God. We talked about faith, faith, first things first, right? How faith comes. Does somebody remember that? Yeah? How faith triumphs. We talked about faith walking by love. We talked about the physical and the spiritual. The spiritual controlling the physical. We've talked about several things. And I'm not going to go into that because of the time so that I can wrap this up today. But if you want to get the message on Spotify, when you go to Spotify, you find the message there. Or you can contact the technical department. They'll tell you how to get all the messages. The triumph of faith. And we told you that um, there's the issue of having a having a great understanding of the word of God. But today, I'm going to be shifting into something or two things that will help you wrap this thing up. One of the most powerful things that God has given to us is the most powerful, most potent form of expression. Most powerful force available to humanity is the power of your words. Words. The single most powerful force. Words. And God has made that available to everybody. So everybody has access to this devil and this dimension. And that's why in Job chapter number 6 and verse number 25, he says, how possible are what? Right words. Right words carry force, carry power. But many people don't understand that and so they don't take their own words seriously. They say anything, talk anyhow. They don't realize that the words that they carry are vital. That's why the Bible says concerning your mouth, can good words and bad words come at the same time and you expect God to honor what comes out of your mouth? Can a fountain bring forth fresh water and at the same time begin to bring forth salty water? You need to come to understand this. If you want the force of God to constantly accompany what you say, then those words must be right words. Because it says how possible are right words. Words that are anchored in righteousness. Words that are anchored in the heart of God. Very simple words that come out of an understanding of the scriptures. Hallelujah. I thank God for your prayer life and I believe in prayers. In fact, I'm supposed to be, I'm, I'm, I'm being invited for an all night uh, prayer meeting. I believe in prayers. But I, be, I believe one thing strongly. If you pray and you do not have the understanding of God's word, 
which which gives you access to his mind your prayers will, will be a complete effort in fertility just struggling just doing things just physical activity if it were just about praying ibadan would have been the best city in the world we have more prayer mountains in this axis than anywhere we have more prayer meetings it is prayer and prayer and prayer passing up premier hill and going down you will find more than four prayer mountains orio kids they call them but prayer without understanding doesn't provoke results that's why the bible says you can pray and pray and miss i like to say this way you can pray and pray and miss it but words god gave to all of us and words are powerful both for positive implications and negative results so on your journey to triumph by faith you must recognize the place of words if you are here say amen words words can you come with me second corinthians chapter 4 i believe it's verse at number 13 or to be there can you help me Can you help me? Are we there? Thirteen, I think I said. Okay, he says we have in the same spirit of faith, the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed. because i believed and therefore i have spoken we also believe and therefore do what speak if you truly believe you will speak what the scripture is saying what sets in motion the spirit of faith and causing faith to be activated or causing faith to work for you is that you believe and because you have believed the proof of your belief is that you will say what you believe As long as you say you believe something and you're not saying it, you don't truly believe it. You cannot triumph in the journey of faith or be victorious in the journey of faith if you can't speak words of faith. You must learn to speak. Many people like to speak their problems, thinking that by speaking their problems they get sympathy. Sympathy does not change your life. Yeah, omashio, eh? So You must learn to speak. I do not want anybody who will pity me. Pity does not change anything. Like one of my mentors who said the angels envy you don't allow men to pity you. But people like to carry their problems on their face so that everybody will look at them and say ah hey sorry what are you going through hey yeah ah oh all the years changes nothing if you believe god has delivered you speak deliverance if you believe truly god has opened the door speak open doors if you believe that god has healed you speak healing if you believe that god has set you above speak it speak it So if you are ever going to be victorious on your journey of faith remember the scripture we started from Hebrews chapter number 11 and we began to go through what we call what we may call the hall of faith and began to see great men and women who who got results by faith one key ingredient that they spoke 
For we believe that the, the walls were framed by the word of God. They spoke. You must speak. You must speak. You must learn to speak. Hallelujah. I said you must learn to do what? Speak. You must learn to speak what you desire. You must learn to speak what you have discovered in God's word. You must learn to speak. Never speak your troubles. Speak the result you want. Never anchor yourself and celebrate by explaining and exaggerating in dimensions the problem. Speak the results you want. Who said you are the only person going through stuff? I am not saying you may not be able to explain to somebody what's happening. But the words that you will speak to the extent that gets into your heart must be words that you believe. You must speak what you believe. Don't speak the trouble. Talk to your neighbor say, anybody understand this? When I say turn to your neighbor, some people will be doing like this to your neighbor and their face is still facing straight. I mean it. When I say turn to your neighbor, I know what I mean by that. Turn to your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, do you understand it so far? Because some people cannot turn. You know why? Sleep is already, let me use our local web expression, sleep is already catching them. And so when I say turn, they can't turn because they are sleeping. They are slept off. So talk to your neighbor, say, neighbor, there's no bed in church. So do not come here and sleep. Hallelujah. Come on, are you here? Glory be to God. I said, glory be to God. Speak. Speak what you desire. Very quickly. What are the three? There are three basic areas I just want to explore when it comes to speaking. Just three areas. One, speak your desires. Job 22 verse 28. Help me multimedia. You must be quick with me this morning. Job 22, 28. Speak your desires. Why should I speak my desire? Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be what? Established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy way. You will decree a thing, it will be established. So speak what you desire. God has given you the mandate to be able to make decrees by the things you say. How many of you know what a decree really means? Now that we're in the political era, you don't really have decrees. But during the military era, there are decrees. A statement that is backed up by law. Backed up by the military law. Once it has been proclaimed, it becomes as a law. So the Bible says, decree a thing. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So your desire, speak it. Do you want to be poor? Answer me, church. Is anybody here that wants to be poor? If you want to be poor, say amen. Okay. Do you want to be rich? Do you believe you are rich? Do you believe you have access to wealth? Then say it. Come on, that's what you do. I have access. I'm rich. I'm a rich, righteous man that gives. Financial doors are open unto me. I'm making progress. Now listen to me. The problem here is that people think it's a joke. As you keep speaking what you desire, it moves you into action to receive what you desire. It moves events. Because you see, words are like energy. That is why you can speak words and riot to start just now. Riot. People will begin to burn things. I think I've given you, I've, I've shared this before here a couple of times. I was in the university then and I remember clearly during the days of student, student unionism. I was still, you know, I think in the school of basic studies. When this guy came in from Lagos, I cannot forget. That's why I remember his name. Shegun Mayogun. He came in, I think he's maybe into politics now. 
He came in from Lagos. He was a national student union president. He was a student union president from Lagos, um, Lagos, uh, Lagos um, um, University of Lagos. And then he was a national student union president. And he came into Ahmad Bello University. Then we're having problems, different kind of challenges. And when he came, we met at a place called Eagle Square. Touch your neighbor, say, neighbor, listen now. Eagle Square. And at the Eagle Square, we all gathered together around. There was a space in between, but we could not see the person. Meanwhile, he was there squatting on a table. Some people know how to stir up emotions. And then we just saw one smallish guy rising from the table and shouting, Great! Everybody said, Great! Great! Nigerian students! Everybody shouted, Great! You know, those talk, greatest of the greatest, you know, and all that. Time. The most conscientized, the most militant, the most this, the most that. Everybody was shouting. After a while, as he kept talking, kept talking, kept talking, as he was talking, the whole place was gradually getting charged up. Charged up. We no go agree. We no go agree. As we are talking, we will not allow them to oppress us. We will not allow this to happen. We will not allow that to happen. After a while, he said, I hear people say, burn them, burn them, burn them. Before you know it, peaceful demonstration. You are breaking glasses, breaking classrooms, breaking vehicles, breaking things. Just because somebody spoke words. There's nothing as damaging as words. And there's nothing that can build so much as words. I sent a message to one of the political aspirants who lost in the last election. And I sent a word to him of encouragement and he replied back, he said, Papa, thank you so much for the encouragement. You know, people are always very good at laughing at you when things don't seem to work out. A person who cannot identify with me when he sees myself, things are not working out. I don't want you to identify with me when it's working out. Because I don't need you at that time. It was words that created the crisis in Amadubele University. Words. That is why you must be careful with social media because social media can be very, very dangerous. News that does not exist, somebody just crafted and put it there. It's not true. It's a lie. It's actually blatant lie. I saw one news credited to one particular in, in news media many years ago concerning Barack Obama. A bomb had been set off in, in the White House. Barack Obama is injured. We're not sure whether he's dead. But when that happened across the globe, across America, stocks started falling. People were trading because they felt based on that news and it was just a lie. And the news never even was true. It, that particular news agency, their server was hacked by a particular terrorist group in another country and they put that message to them. And because people believe that group, they, they believe it's true. There's so much you must be careful about because what you hear will determine how you react. If somebody's hearing what I'm saying, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Be careful. Thou shalt decree things. So speak your desires. Don't speak trouble. Speak open doors. Don't speak problems. As you are sitting here today, what do you desire? Please listen to me. That's why you must know God's word. There is a, there's a boundary to which God has put what you desire. And God's word is your boundary in your relationship with God. For example, I cannot desire somebody else's shoe. Or somebody else's car. Or somebody else's house. I just look at my bishop and say, yes, thank God. I know he has a house in, 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 in a part of this city. So I begin to claim it. Father, give me bishop of his house. I receive bishop. I'm telling you the truth. You are doing an evil thing. It's called witchcraft. But can I desire and speak a house? Yes. Father, give me a house. If I still love his kind of house, I say, Father, give me a house like his own. Not his own. In telling you that, there are some of you who are claiming people. You just saw one fine sister coming to church. I claim her. 
So one nice looking guy, well dressed. You know, then this day is no longer six packs. If it has passed six packs, it's more than six now. And you just see the guy looking ruggedly handsome. I don't know why girls like ruggedly. They don't like gentle handsome. Say it's too gentle. Or can she do it And he's a gentleman. What is your problem? You like the one that is rough. Say it's ruggedly handsome. Say I claim him. I receive that guy. You are witchcraft. You can't walk. That's not what I mean. But based on what God has permitted you from the scriptures to receive, you call it into your life. You can call those things that be not as though they were. Oh, I'm married. I received my husband. I received my wife. And, and I will tell you what connects it. Because people will start talking and they will stop. My finances shifted at one time. Why? For more than three, four years, I was speaking every day. I'm happy and I'm grateful God that money comes to me in increasing quantities, two multiple sources on a continuous basis. I was saying it every day, sometimes 500 times, sometimes more. I was speaking that every day. I say for over two years, three years. For you, you will start today after one month, say, oh, and then you will stop. But today is different. Somewhere, somehow, somebody will wake up. I was at home that day. I didn't really have much. And one guy just called me and said, ah, we've been talking about you throughout the whole week. You know, we've been talking about your class that you had with us and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm thinking of calling later in the evening. But anyway, let me just send you small money. Hi, say, he said, hi, it's fuel. I said, fuel. He sent me everywhere. He said, let me just send you small money for fuel. He has to call. Somebody has to call because I need cash. You see, you don't get it. When I come and share this testimony and say, me too, somebody will call me. Somebody will call me and ask me for fuel. First of all, you don't have car. You don't have generator. So nobody's going to call you for fuel. Now, somebody must call me. Somebody must call me. Call you how? Did I tell you I woke up and I'm just waiting for somebody to call me? No. I keep speaking what I desire. Before I ever got married, I was speaking, Lord, give me a good wife. Give me a wife that will not, that will not agree for divorce. Let me tell you why that was part of my prayer. Because my parents separated. So I didn't want that. You are the one who will determine what you are calling. Is it scriptural to say I don't want separation? Yes. The Bible says God doesn't desire divorce. He doesn't want you separate from the wife of thy youth. Don't put away. He hates putting away. That's what scripture says. So I was quoting scriptures. You, you automatically believe that the moment you marry to go well, who told you? Who is telling you that? You speak what you desire. Listen, I saw certain trend in my family. So I kept on speaking. Mio, I will have children. I receive children. For children I hatred of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward. I kept declaring and speaking that. Because I noticed they will either have one, one child here and separate one mother and that person have one child here. It was a trend. I didn't want that. I saw it or they married three, four, five wives. I saw it happening generations. Ah, me. I don't want that. So I kept speaking that. Do you know when I got married to have children was became an issue? You guys know some of the testimonies. Because the devil will still want to harass you. But I believe what I was believing. And I kept declaring it. I have children. Children are a heritage of the Lord. Abby, and the fruit of the womb. This is the word. 
and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Those are my scriptures. So I kept seeking God diligently. I said, Lord, because I'm seeking you diligently, children are my reward. Do I have children? The answer is yes. I can speak. You say, must it be the case with somebody else? It may not be that with your case, but the key is this. If you want to constantly have testimonies and results of faith, you must see, speak what you desire. Are we together? Come on, if you're here, shout amen. Speak it. Speak what you desire. Speak what you desire. If you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. If you shall not doubt, but believe what you say, you shall have whatsoever you have said. Speak what you desire. Speak what you desire. Whatever you decree on earth shall be what? Decree established in heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be what? Bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. One translation says, whatever you allow on earth shall be allowed in heaven. And whatever you disallow, disallowed. So heaven is waiting for somebody who will decree. I refuse the troubles that are upon my family. I stop the way, the, the wind of evil. I stand against it. Your prayer is not about the fact that you get up in the night and be begging, Father, please help us. You know, all of us are suffering. Who wants to know that one? He has helped you already because Christ has paid the price. So when you come to the place of prayer, you come with the authority you have in Christ Jesus and decree. People who decree, don't beg. You don't beg. Say it. Keep saying it. They tarried in Ephesus and taught. And the Bible says, so mightily grew the word of God in Ephesus and did what? And the word prevailed. Keep saying it and the word will prevail. Keep speaking it. And the word will overcome those circumstances. Some people will laugh at you. That's the thing with, I told you, triumph of faith. But don't bother about what anybody thinks because not everybody understands what you're doing. Keep speaking it. Come on, keep speaking it. Keep speaking it. I got to a point in the university, I was struggling with my academics. I was struggling because I was not intelligent. You can fail even though you know book. If you don't do the right things, you will fail. There's no course I've sat in the class that you taught me I didn't understand. But sometimes to go back to read, I won't read two days the exam, that's what I'm reading. And you know what that means. Opportunity for failure. I read all kinds of things. But then I got to a point, I was, I was, I was reading Ken Higgins' book, and when he said when he got born again, he used to be dull in class, this is, but he got born again. And then he realized that God gives wisdom. God gave understanding to the Jewish children. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel. Ah, they were, they were ten times better than their teachers. Ah, okay. So he told himself, I'm praying, Lord, I receive a quickening of my mentality. I saw that, and I began to speak to myself. I am the head, and not the tail. Whatever I'm taught, I understand it well. I managed through university, managed to finish with a 2-2, second class, lower division. Managed. Because I was heading to the rocks. But when I got this understanding, I came out in the last, few, the last two semesters with a 3.45 and 3. I forgot it now. Meanwhile, I was battling with less than 2 point whatever. That's how I was able to move up a bit. But after that sojourn and that season, I kept speaking to myself. There's no school I've entered into. Oh, no, 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 there's no school. I'll always be among the tops. So it seemed as if I was growing older, my brain was becoming sharper. That's not what happened. What happened was because I gained understanding. Hallelujah. Let me give you an example. Those of you who are coming who are new here, if you have a GPA that is over 4 and you get 3.7, you know what that means. When you get 3.4, 3.7 over 4, you have almost finished the whole thing. 
The day I went to collect my result, I went with my daughter, Vivian, I went with her. And when I showed her the paper, it was A, 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 B plus. She was like, ah. The, the truth is this. You must learn to understand this. I kept speaking. It didn't start by just reading. I kept speaking. As I was speaking, it was conditioning my mind and my life to begin to study. It's not a new magic. When I did the second master, same thing. People were struggling to get a PhD grade. I knew I was going to get a PhD grade. You must understand this. These are not magic. It's just come constantly speaking what you desire. Come on, is somebody here? Glory be to God. We are here. Shout a strong amen. amen. I told my children they don't have to confess the class to be recognized and to be honored. Do your best and get good grades. But go with this anointing that anywhere you go, favor will follow you. You must keep speaking it. I am favored. There's no place I've entered into. I was not favored. Whether within the country or outside. I will be selected out of the crowd. It didn't just come because God felt like, okay, he's better than everybody. That's not it too. I kept speaking it. I kept speaking it. I kept speaking it. So you must say, say what you desire. Do I get a strong amen? How many of you have learned that today? Let me say to you, if you just wake up after church today and you go back and say, I'm a rich, righteous man and give and you are strolling, you and your friends are laughing about it in the hostel or you are laughing about it at work, you are not prepared for success. Because after a while, if you stop, you are back to the same trouble. You keep on saying it. Oh, I'm so happy and I'm grateful to God that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. I understand what I'm saying. I crafted that those words deliberately to suit what I want. I didn't just say I have money. No. I'm so happy and I'm grateful to God. So I show gratitude first to God. That money comes to me. To me, not to anybody. Not just money comes. Money comes to me in increasing quantities. Through multiple sources. Different streams of income. On a continuous basis. Consistently. Can you understand that? Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. So speak the word of God. Speak your desires please. Then the second thing. Speak the mind of God. Even when it looks as if it cannot happen. Either what God has given to you by instruction of the scriptures. Speak the mind of God. I'm not talking about what you desire now, but speak what God's word says. Speak the word of God. Speak his word. Speak his word. Speak his word. If you're here, say amen. Speak his word. The Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 2, it says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Speak what the word says concerning you. Let the redeemed of the Lord do what? Say so. Are you redeemed? Say it. Are you free? Say it. Are you delivered? Say it. All of us are the same. Oh, it's a lie. All of us are not the same. How do you explain it? They say the guy used to be an Okada rider. And now he's a member of House of Rep. He's a graduate, but he had been riding Okada, no job. All because in this season he was in labor party. And people just went about voting. Labor, 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 labor. And the guy is now a member of House of Red. The question I want to ask you, how come? Go and check, go and find out what has he been praying before now. You know many times we just think things just happen by chance. In the journey, in the journey of God, there's no by chance. He arranges events to suit you. I was asking, the first question I asked, I said, has he been in politics before? They said, Yes. But you, you have not been involved in any party, not been involved in anything. You are just every day say, Let me just be, if I can just be a member of House of Rev. You can't be. If you want to be, join a party. It, this process. 
How will they find your name there when you didn't even join? You didn't register. What am I trying to say? Get yourself in the flow of how God expects you to do. So if you want the results in life, speak the scripture. Even if you say you don't want anything, skip what the Bible says about you. Let the redeemed of the Lord say, I'm what? I say so. Are you saved? Come on, are you saved? Mm -mm, you're answering me. Are you born again? Because when I say, are you born again, some people cannot answer me well. Because they are wondering, what is born again safe? And they have been in church. Am I really born again? But I've been doing some things wrong. It's obvious you don't understand what it means to be born again. Come on, are you righteous? Yes, if you are righteous, come on, shout amen. Yes. I went to a church, almost 400 members. I went with Pastor Tessie. When I asked them, how many of you are holy? Nobody put up their hand. The pastor, I think, was battling with that. I said, how many of you are righteous? That one was a problem. The pastor, his wife, and all. They didn't feel they are righteous. How many of you are born again? That's another wala. So every prophetic discussion for that day, I stopped it. There was no prophetic anything. Because believers like prophecy. They like you to tell them. 